One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Have the communist vegans at the BBC destroyed your faith in humanity? Are you worried that watching too much football has made you racist? Why not take your mind off of society's ills by getting some culture? The Football Ramble have teamed up with Audible.co.uk to bring you an audiobook of your choice for free. Sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue and claim your audiobook now by visiting Audible.co.uk/footballramble. Did you miss us when we were away? Did you hang our picture on the wall? Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Happy New Year. It's the Football Ramble. Ooh, my name's still Marcus and I've got Jim with me. Hello. Pete. Happy New Year, everyone. And Luke. All right. It's good to be back, isn't it, gang? It's lovely. Yeah. Lovely to have the listeners mm. with us. Two glitter quartz. In two th- <laughs> Within a minute, good. Good way to start the, the year, isn't it? I thought that was going to slip under the radar. Mm. That's it's, what he said. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <coughs> what was your favourite moment? Or story from the world of football over the festive time, Jim? Uh, it's not a moment as such. My favourite thing about the festive period, uh, football-wise, was the glut. The just sheer amount of goals. There was there a lot. so many high-scoring games. Mm. The, the um, Chelsea 8, Villa 0, mm. Arsenal beating Newcastle 7-2, um, 7-3. and 7-3, of course, and it was Reading was 5-2, yeah. and there was uh, Norwich, City. Man City was 4-3, 4-3. Newcastle, Man United was 4-3. It was, just, it was all over the place. Because mm. there's so many games, it was like like the second half of extra time in like a, like a <laughs> cup game. But, yeah. but for ages, for everyone, mm. it was brilliant. So it's, um, it's Franz Beckenbauer. Everybody, everybody's defenders just got injured, I think that's the problem. Franz Beckenbauer at the Ballon d'Or was seething. <laughs> He's just thinking about the Premier League and seething <laughs> lack of defence that was happening. Well, I, think, I think because other leagues had gone on a, Chris, uh, on a Christmas break, maybe the Premier League thought we are going to have to have their share of the goals mm. as well. Yeah, it's the only come on, logical, there's a show match done. Eh? Only logical reason. Shane <laughs> um, Aston Villa didn't get the memo, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, uh, mine was probably it was just before Christmas. It was that glorious video of uh, Mario Balotelli and uh, Carlos Tevez trying to wrap some Christmas presents. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I speaking that speaking half Spanish, half Italian uh, at each other, and, and Carlos Tevez at one point going, "This is why people say you're stupid, Mario." <laughs> and Mario going, "I'm not stupid. It's just really hard." And basically, he took umbrage with the fact that he had the paper. On the wrong way, and he was basically saying, "But I'm left-handed. I can't cut it this way." And he's gone, "Just use your, just turn the paper around." He's gone, "I can't do it. I can't do it." And he was just watching two <laughs> kids, not very clever kids at that, trying to wrap uh, Christmas presents. Either that or AC Milan's uh, cover of uh, Last Christmas, which was just horrendous. I'll stick it at the end. Milan's Last Christmas. Yeah, yeah, they covered it. It's uh, oh, not no. to any group. They didn't cover themselves in glory. Can I just check? Did way. both of these things actually happen? Because <laughs> <laughs> Tim said recently, Balotelli needs to follow his example or something. That's or, right. Or, yeah. Learn from him. I didn't have, have a nine month break. Didn't realise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was talking about presents. Mm, yeah, and there, there was another clip where Bar- 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 Balotelli um, smashed out a, um, a party popper in another player's face, which was funny. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Taking yeah. over the Joey Barton mantle at Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. parties. <laughs> Good to see someone is. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Excellent. Yeah. That leads us nicely to Luke. I've got a telescope for Christmas. The world of football. <laughs> Did no, you look, did you look at a, a far-off football game? <laughs> yeah. 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 Foot it Paul's means I haven't got crawling. a for football game anymore. <laughs> did you turn it the other way around and the long ball didn't seem quite as long? <laughs> <laughs> so I took up the top of the Spinnaker Tower and watched Portsmouth Crawley on Boxing Day. <laughs> now, uh, I, um, I went to Fratton Park for Portsmouth versus Crawley Town on Boxing Day. Definitely a highlight. Character building, yeah. I have to say. <laughs> Probably about... Six to seven inches of rain in the hour and a half period. Uh, Portsmouth got beat, obviously. Yep. Howling wind off the Solent to the point of where um, the people I was with and myself actually had a bit of a tantrum at half time and uh, took some seats right at the back in the more expensive area because it had a roof over the top and, and basically said to the steward, I don't care, I'm not paying anymore. <laughs> this is like when you go to the cinema and the posh seats are free. But no one had bought those seats and we were sitting yeah, in exactly the soaking yeah. rain, so we just went up there and sat there instead. Good on you. Do they still do a chicken balty pie at Portsmouth? They do, yes. And a friend of mine had one. I didn't know because I'd just recovered from food poisoning. I didn't fancy that. <laughs> <laughs> How old is this Minica Tower? Uh, not old. It was no, supposed yeah. to be for the. It was well. It was, it was initially entitled the, okay. the Millennium Tower. Right. But I think it got opened in about 2004. So <laughs> they changed it to the Spinnaker Tower. I think. I've been there a couple of times yeah. and uh, I've always enjoyed it. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm. Good. Well, I should have you back. Isle of Wight. Um, I uh, love the fact that El Diego was linked with the Iraq job. Mm. Just the fact that you know it's a country where it's had obviously a terrible time in war torn and all the rest of it, and the fact that El Diego's thinking, "I'm the man." Yeah, <laughs> I'm the unified. There's only, yeah. there's only mansions built there. <laughs> Stripped of it, they're gold, but they could be returned. Where was his palace? Where was his palace? I'm moving in. <laughs> oh, did you see that Dia um, Sergio Aguero is split up from Diego's daughter? Yeah, yeah I did see that. Yeah, bold move. <laughs> yeah, watch your back, Sergio. <laughs> he's, he's going to Italy next because yeah. Diego can't set a foot yeah. inside that country. Oh. He'll, he'll, he'll move to Napoli. He'll be safe. <laughs> what do you mean you can't fly back into England because there's a brick of cocaine been found in your possession? Sergio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely Italy. Uh, oh, who's got the point, Jim? Oh, Jim. I don't Jim's even get the points I was sitting an hour and a half in that rain Jim with his goals you should have known what would happen I should have yeah <laughs> I did know I did know I've done it loads of times before Jim's <laughs> goal glut um, yeah. definitely gets the points um, uh, <coughs> but the FA Cup happened on the weekend I believe um, there were lots of teams involved it was the third round was there a bit of magic I'm not too sure but Swansea versus Arsenal was a good game Jim mm, it, it was a good second half it was a good second half yeah and uh, Arsenal <sighs> I was watching it Arsenal 1-0 down mm. Well, it was nil-nil. Arsenal playing very well, and then just a simple ball over the top. Michu runs through, and it must be very frustrating. Great control from Michu, though. Yeah, you put your house on him scoring. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, but it's like what a substitution. He was on the field for like a minute. Wasn't he it? was, yeah. But 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 Arsenal got the two goals and looked as though they were going to win it. Gibbs scored an absolute peak. Yeah, it was. It was like Podolski's goal in the in the Champions League. Um, but yeah, but it's just absolutely again a typical performance from Arsenal. We've been on a bit of a good run, um, but two draws in a row now. I think that's the really unusual thing about Arsenal at the moment. Um, and I, I don't even know if this is necessarily a recent thing. Is they can have the lion's share of a possession in, in a game, but not be able to control the game. Yeah, which is really really strange. Absolutely, uh, particularly when they've when they've just scored a goal. It, yeah. It's it's very very odd. Yeah. Also, they seem to be as bad at selling players they don't want as they are at keeping players they do want. Mm. Like Shamak, obviously, he's, he's not going to be around much longer. No, they haven't been able to sell him. They've sent him on loan to West Ham. Yeah. Also, uh, um, Johan Giroud's going out on loan. There's talk of Ignacy Mikel possibly going out on loan as well. And um, you just wonder if if Arsenal are leaving themselves too short because there's, there's you know nobody seems to be on the horizon in terms of coming in. I wonder if they're just gambling a little bit. Did you see what Shamak said when he moved to West Ham? He, he, he said. Uh, <laughs> I can bring Sam my heading. 
I saw a man at uh, Arsenal over over um, Christmas um, at, at the Arsenal match. It was like a man who couldn't have been any younger than forty-eight to fifty-five, I'd say, and he had Shamak's hair. And sort of gelled it in that sort of weird way, and I was like, oh, "Jesus!" Was he of North, Af- North African descent? No, he no. was North London descent. <laughs> he was just trying to just fight the signs of balding. I, d- I don't know what it was. It was like, horrendous. With gel the urinals actually went. Oh, I nearly, you know. Shamak's hair is a is a modern phenomenon. It's, <laughs> it's very horrible. strange to almost sort of get your head around. It's almost like he's frightened of it. Yeah, so he doesn't want to touch it. No, <laughs> he wants it to float. No, off his like, head if you touched it, it'd be like cardboard. Mm. It'd be impossible to move. But all in all, uh, a good match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I thought Ben Davies kept um, kept uh, Walcott quite quiet mm. down that side. I really, I really enjoyed that game, battle. Actually. Yeah, Wilshere's mm. um, he needs a rest soon though. You know, he's, he's played a lot from coming yeah. back, and he, he looks fairly robust. And I think he looks pretty tired. Um, but it's so good to have him back in there. It really is. And it was a few weeks ago. What a hat trick against Newcastle! What Walcott? Mm. Yeah, it was magnificent. That third goal in particular. Yeah. He, he got a, a little bit of luck with the way, the way the ball fell for him, but the finish was sublime. And it's been interesting with seeing Walcott playing down the middle um, because in some games he's looked just ineffective. But then it, when, when he's played well there, he's been magnificent there. So mm. it's, it's an interesting one. I think maybe it would work better as a four-four-two um, with, with Walcott and Giroud up up top together. But obviously that means changing the style altogether. I don't know. I don't think Wenger would do that, would he? No, I, I don't. Do but um, that's the dilemma he has, isn't it? Because Walcott's scoring goals from the wing, so if you if you put him up front, you're taking those goals away. I find I find it strange the dynamic the way the dynamics change with Arsenal because against West Ham, I mean Walcott is essentially I mean it may not be him because he seems like a reasonable sort, but it may be his agent or whatever. But he appears to a certain extent to be holding Arsenal a little bit to ransom. Yeah, yeah of course then, he is. He's then, had so many opportunities to sign a contract. But then you see him at West Ham, and all of a sudden he's taking free kicks, he's taking corners, and I'm almost like for me. That is a measure of how far Arsenal have fallen. If someone, like, if a player like Walcott, who at his best is good but is mm. inconsistent, you want Cazorla taking free yeah, kicks, I say over, or even Arteta over Walcott. Well, I, I well, would have Walcott when holding I, after the ransom. He's not when I, when I saw no. when I saw um, uh, Arsenal Newcastle first half, there was a couple of chances that he could have played somebody else in. Yeah. But the fact that he wants the goals and the fact that he always wants to take everything that, that they get handed and stuff means that. You are losing out goals, losing out on goals elsewhere in the field, and it's kind of like no player should be able to say, "I want to play there," or else I'm not mm. signing a new contract. Well, do you think? Do you think this is Walcott trying to just be as selfish as possible because he's heard, you know? Good strikers are selfish. He's just trying to score as much as possible so Wenger will either give him loads of money or he looks good in the shop window. I think I think you're right. I think he's just I think he's gone off sod it. I'm just going to do what I want to do now. Yeah. And if they want to keep me, they're going to realise this is what I'm like, so they're going to um, succumb to what I want or. Other clubs will see. Well, actually, he's got a few goals. He's maybe mm. the man we want, and, and and they'll they'll buy him and put him in a position that he wants to play. The thing is, Arsenal need him right now because mm. it's a patchy squad and that's getting patchy with each horrifying injury to Abu Dhabi every week. <laughs> um, and it's yeah, it's it's a ridiculous situation. And Arsenal need to spend in in a, in a transfer window this time. They, they need players now, and it's not ideal to sign players in January. Everyone so always says that, but they need reinforcements to this squad. It's just too thin. But Jim also Walcott once I think um, I mean that's only media reporting, but I mean Walcott I think was ninety grand a week for five years. It's mm. a lot of money. That's yeah. like twenty five million quid. It is, but uh, I mean, he's what twenty three. So you know that, that's essentially the prime of his career, and I think. And good news, he's not got the money. They need to. They need to pay the rate that other clubs are playing if they want to keep those top players. That's just how the market but works. Is he a top player? 
I think for Arsenal at the moment he is, and I think well, he's already this this season. I think he's got fourteen goals, which is more than he's got in any other season for Arsenal already. So he's sort of coming into his prime now, I suppose. And it's interesting; he's the same age Thierry Henry was when he uh, when Wenger moved him to he's be not, a striker. He's not Henry. I know he's not Henry, but Wenger's set out to sort of do that same experiment with with Walcott that he did with Henri and moving him in later on so it, it could yet sort of work you know it's showing signs that it is it, he could well flourish there I mean he's getting hat-tricks from, from starting up there so I, I think they should pay it they need to pay it what and, sort of message does it send out if they lose enough. him and they've experienced two big name players going in the last couple of seasons and, and you know doing they pretty well every season they, yeah but yeah. you know and Henri Henri yeah, that's just what I wanted to say there. Um, uh, there was another tool. It was West Ham United versus Manchester United. Yeah. The United Derby, if you will. <laughs> uh, and Joe Cole was back at West Ham. Yeah. Two assists. That's <laughs> lovely to see, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he just he's fitted straight in. If I like that he's taken his old squad number as well. Yeah. If you're a Liverpool fan, you'd be a bit like, oh, he didn't never look that dynamic for us, wouldn't you? No. Um, he barely he played for Liverpool, to be fair, though. <laughs> he, didn't yeah. he get sent off in his debut? And he, he was injured quite a bit as well. Yeah, wasn't he? Was, yeah. And, and yeah, he consistently plays, and 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 he can be given a, a start. Because at West Ham, he's probably going to start games. Yeah. As, as soon as he gets match fit, I think that's a good signing. He got them a free as well, didn't they? I think. Yeah. And Sam Allardyce, and he got like three million quid out yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Great for everyone all round, yeah. other than Liverpool. I think Joe Cole seems like a decent sort. I think I'm yeah. pleased that he's. That I'm pleased that he's happy. And I hope he does well, play well. Apparently, part of the reason um, Carlo Ancelotti sold him in the first place is because he's basically too thick to follow instructions. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see <laughs> how Allardyce gets around that. But, um, um, what about Allardyce? Will have used much more basic instructions. We would think, which is something that we've said that I'll get pros on to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. He'll just draw pictures. But does it not straight? He's, he's not had that. He's always wanted that team to sort of build. Uh, he's always wanted to manage it to build the team around him so yeah. he basically do what he wants and he's always been like this hot prospect and he's still a hot prospect however old he is now whatever, yeah. Yeah, and no like, English team like, has known what to do with him really. he's pushing but, him but, but, but I, I think his game's suffered like, his crossing from what I've seen certainly in the matches I saw when he was in, in France and stuff, his crossing wasn't there anymore and it, and it, was, it, was, it was against yeah. you know a fairly um, you know not, not an amazing match they, they were good headers though I mean, it wasn't, headers, it wasn't yeah. like it was an undefendable no, exactly. ball they were really good headers yeah. mm. it was high and looping the first one it was a Good cross, but mm. I thought it was high and li- looping for yeah. the. Um, it wasn't through the corridor of uncertainty. I just, I just think he's let his game slide a little bit. Um, sort of going, oh, I just need the right team. I just need the right team. It's like, but you you know, are, be you the are, right player. But you're correct in saying that it does seem that kind of Joe Cole. It's. Oh, wait, wait, he'll fulfil that potential in a minute I don't know in I think that's maybe a little yeah, the great year harsh Chelsea on he had a good few years well, there I think and actually for a while he was England's most consistent player as well come on he's a, uh, to use a Charlie Brooker phrase he's a rose growing a dustbin when it comes to creativity in yeah. England mm. setup so he, he would be much better off on the continent his whole career yeah, yeah. Mm. I I, it disappointed me when he came back to England to be honest and, and he looks like he's carrying a bit of timber because he's not quite fit yeah. once, once he loses a few pounds he'll, he'll be a lot better well, when all was said and done Van Persie scored a lovely one and it'll be a replay at Old Trafford what mm. a ball from Gigs that was oh yeah. superb stuff I was a bit annoyed that um, a lot of the commentators through one or two of the games and actually more than one or two of the games that I saw was saying oh neither team wants a replay it's like the FA Cup man give it a bit of respect you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if a replay's what's happening that's what's happening yeah. well Manchester United when they're 2-1 down with <coughs> barely any time to go wouldn't mind a replay so, yeah, that's absolutely. It's that or go out. Exactly. You know, they'll both take a replay over yeah. going out. With the choice yeah. of having 100, 120 minutes, like an extra half an hour, where you know hamstring injuries bloody happen more often than not. You know what I mean? I'd rather you know re- they certainly do. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather reshuffle my squad. And you know, if I need to put out a youth team, you know, on but you're a not a manager. Night. No, I, I thought this was my <laughs> press conference. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if I need to reshuffle my team and put out a youth team, I will. All right, I'll, I'll take the Iraq job. 
yeah. <laughs> Pardew piping up with, well, I'm playing a, a weaker team so they can show me they really want it. Oh, they're rubbish. They're all rubbish. <laughs> they didn't want it, turns out. <laughs> yeah, it turns out they don't fucking want it. Mm. <laughs> now, uh, Theo Walker isn't the only man who uh, fancied a move before Christmas who was playing on the wing but wants to play in the centre. But Sturridge has actually done it. Yep. Yeah. He's gone. That was forced, if you don't mind me saying. Do you think? Yeah, look, okay. Mm, um, but he scored on his debut for Liverpool away at Mansfield. He did. Um, Celebrated too much for me against a non league team. Yeah. Do you think that? Yeah, I know he's pleased to score on his debut and all that. And I'll be, <laughs> to be fair, he, he was happy to score because it's his debut, but it's against Mansfield. <laughs> what about Suarez's celebration? Kissing the hand. He always does, he that. Always does that. No, he does, doesn't he? But yeah. I just thought it was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the ultimate respect to the non league side. Yeah. yeah. He'll still celebrate even. A, a, a sorry kiss. I thought, <laughs> I thought yeah, it's a classic example of like Mansfield. It's a classic example of a cup tie. In the first half, Mansfield shit their pants. Like, this is Liverpool, God. Mm. You know, mm. don't, don't take the piss here. Make and they sure thought, hang on a minute, that's Brad Jones in goal. <laughs> 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 and the second half, they thought, shoot! They're not that good. So let's have a go at yeah. them. They, they were much better. But they looked really leggy first. At first 20 minutes, I thought, oh, this is going to be a rout here because mm. they look so much. It, yeah. they, they look taller, they look fitter, they look thinner. We should have had that side. fun pair on this pitch. It's been horrible to run on. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I missed the last 10 minutes the lad uh, who'd only signed professional papers in May he, uh, he got on did he in the end he was can I just say nuisance value <laughs> all sorts of nuisance value love that absolutely love it yeah. the type of player that couldn't play grassroots level on the continent but no, in England yeah. 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 <laughs> get him in there <laughs> scare him yeah. Yeah, exactly. you can imagine him going on holiday to like to Spain or something oh yeah I'm a footballer oh really oh Fifth, what fifth? Really? <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. Ninth in the conference. How really? Much, how much do you pay per game? <laughs> yeah. How much do they pay? What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, much, how much are your subs? No. <laughs> 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 dear, dear. <coughs> It was uh, unlucky though for for Mansfield. Um, what about the uh, handball goal? You got to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, it was a handball. <laughs> it, it was do you think it was deliberate what a cheating little rat because yeah. I think the speed of it I don't think he really knew much about that no, I don't think he did but I I, I'm kind of with Brendan Rodgers in that one I, I don't think it is for Suarez to yeah, say yes to do that I think, you know, closer did yeah, but closer in Germany though the referee actually asks a player. No, it was in Italy, wasn't it? It was for that. No, that it was in Italy, but in yeah. Germany the referee will ask a player. What's so oh, really? closer used to that? Yeah, you think? Yeah, that's what. Still, uh, even if closer did, it doesn't mean Suarez should. He's he's under no obligation. You're absolutely well, right. You know, so it, was, it, it, was it not accidental? Was it not real accidental? Did they not? Did, they surely it, saw the the hand hit the ball. Well, so if, or, if, the, yeah, or the reverse. I, I mean, to me, the ball flicks up. It, he he doesn't sort of do a punch at it, you know. But I thought the Mansfield uh, coach summed up quite nicely um, when he just said, you know, that's not the reason why we lost the game. Fair yeah. enough. We should be happy that a talent like him is playing in England. And he was quite um, philosophical. Sounds a bit reasonable. Mind you, I trust it. Mind you, he did have what wedding on Friday, birthday yeah. Saturday game on Sunday he's probably just quite happy to get it all over with yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it was his birthday on the day well then the Maddie was on the Saturday I think oh was that right yeah it was, it was a very busy weekend for him anyway he had a lovely time yeah I used to go out with a girl from Mansfield and uh, if I know Mansfield Suarez's opinions are probably uh, you know quite popular a lot of a lot of Union Jacks I went Union to, Jackson uh, I went to Fulham <laughs> versus Blackpool where everybody behaved themselves at the football round <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, it's a lovely place yeah just full of racists wow my giddy aunt go on Marcus um, wrestle this back Fulham versus Blackpool Caragoonis I was there good man dipping dipping we got to the ground early to, and um uh, just to f- find like a little sandwich or something, Jim. And, mm. and uh, a picnic on the pitch. <laughs> do they do that? Like a big communal picnic it's on the pitch. I'll, I'll, I'll suggest it to them. That's what Mansfield do with a digger. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
10 to 2 I saw uh, um, Damien Duff on his way go on in, Duffer <laughs> into the stadium was he with Chino was he with Robbie King <laughs> no, but having like, a beer at the time I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know he wasn't playing I was like it's 10 to 2 you better get in there <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he didn't he wasn't even on the bench po- po- for that reason maybe I don't know yeah. I thought Sylvester's goal was quite nice as well Outside of the right, hmm. oh, for uh, Blackpool, for, yeah, for Blackpool. Blackpool were excellent actually. They, um, could say, they really. caused Fulham a lot of problems, and, and Fulham just couldn't break them down. Mm. You know, you think of some of the players, you know, Ruiz and Berbatov and all, mm. and it took that a special goal from Karagounis. He had a really good game actually. He's very busy. I mean, he's thirty-five. Isn't yeah, he? you wonder if he's really got the engine still, but he seems. Well, to I mean, I know it's a, a lower league opposition, but um, yeah, he took well, the goal. Well, he's not going to be playing every game, is he? So I think that's I quite an astute so. signing. Yeah. Why, why have Fulham been so consistent though? You better ask the manager. I think he gets a bit of an easy run, Martin Joel, just because he's so reasonable. Yeah, Carl, I think so. They he haven't been run through. He said about Karagounis, he said, uh, go on YouTube and you'll see loads of clips of him doing that. Is that what you've been spending your time doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Fulham are just a bit, um, they're lacking down the middle. So, well, there's yeah. a lesson to be learnt from Martin Joel for a lot of other managers who invite pressure on themselves by losing their rag on the touchline, by mouthing off in media interviews and stuff. And Martin Joel's so avuncular and so, and so cu- cool all the time, he's just like, well, you know, she's, she's, things happen, you know. Mm. And that's it. And no one ever gives him any shit. That's mm. Right, that's right. Well, I think I think Fulham are a bit lightweight in the in the centre of the park, you know, which is maybe why Karagounis was brought in. I don't know. Um, <coughs> I mean, they, they they look quite crafty on the wings with Kataniklich and and, and Fry, but, but they're still in their. F- I mean, Kataniklich is his first full season. Fry, he's a good player, but you can't bank on him just yet. Uh, did you have Danny Murphy back in there Danny Murphy scored uh, on the weekend I think. yeah did he I think so yeah um, yeah I think Fulham need to look at the centre of the midfield hmm. um, what about um, Blackpool and uh, Tom Ince didn't he say that he didn't want to be um, he didn't want to be cup tied oh, oh, by playing in the FA Cup and then they played him in the mm. FA Cup because he had a couple of chances where you know you could have played a player in and stuff I thought he uh, a bit naughty a yeah, bit naughty yeah they were in good voice though <laughs> Blackpool fans Mm. Well, well, yeah. well, well, well done to them. Mm. Um, uh, other g- uh, good results for, for lower league opposition. Luton won Wolves nil. Yeah, that's huge. Mm. Mm. Solbakken was sacked. Mm. Said it. Said it like he wasn't embarrassed. Is that what he, he said? Yeah, you should be, mate. <laughs> 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 um, Dean Saunders is in fourth manager uh, in eleven months for Wolves. I think, I think Wolves lost like their last three games before that game, and they and they seem to be like a team who've gone from mm. being inconsistent to just bad. I think they're eighteenth in the championship. Which yeah, is, yeah. Um, it's, it's a shame because for Solbach because he seems a bit of a character really from what I've heard about him it was a shame for McCarthy when he left yeah. <laughs> McCarthy I know they've gone for Dean Saunders haven't they they've gone Dean Saunders no, no, um, no amazing return for Big Mick but Mick Mick's um, <coughs> in charge of uh, Ipswich Ipswich absolutely yeah. yeah and they went there and got a result mm. oh dear uh, talking of results Macclesfield 2 Cardiff 1 mm, that's huge well, I mean Cardiff 7 points clear in the championship but they're out of the FA Cup Jim yeah I mean, you wonder if it's like a concentration issue with Cardiff because they lost at home, they lost at home to Peterborough a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, didn't they they? did. Well, they're flying the league. Well, you yeah. wonder if this will actually benefit them because they've had yeah. some cup runs in the past where they've then sort of tonked in the league late on. So yeah. it might just—they need to focus on getting in the Premier League. They've come so close so many times. Just screw it. They can use this as a positive almost, just so that they're completely focused on one thing now. Mm. Mm. That's a fair point. Uh, Wigan one, Bournemouth one. Mm-hmm. Lovely uh, replay for Eddie Howe's men. But uh, I don't think they've lost a game under Eddie Howe yet. Ooh. Hey, come no, on! About that final, we're looking at there. Uh, Brighton <laughs> touting that as <laughs> future facts. Well, if if that run continues, Jim, um, a Pete, run of draws. <laughs> I know you're about to say Brighton two, Newcastle United nil. Was I? Pete had a tantrum and didn't watch the game, did you, Pete? You sulked instead. I did. How did yeah, you know? I went to go and play football instead. I was like, I know what's happening here. When I saw the lineup, <laughs> when I saw the lineup, I could either have stayed in and watched the watch the match. I went, no. An example of twenty first fan- century fandom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I saw them three times in December, so mm. up yours. Mm. How many did they win? 
That's good. That's don't good. Yeah. Yeah. That's two. 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 No, no, no. I'm talking absolute nonsense. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they, it, they um, managed to get Shorami Obi. Uh, Oh, I saw that. that was a bit hard. That was a lovely goal, I thought. He's yeah, not going to the Afghan combinations, you know. No, he's not. Apparently, no. was, apparently, they wanted him, but he never got back to them. <laughs> that is poor, isn't it? No, I think Pardew basically realised that the bar was gone and just sort of said, yeah, that's not happening. And he went, yeah. all right, all right then. <laughs> it's, <laughs> no. it's a bit of a weird situation for Newcastle, isn't it, now? Because Cissé's injured. Am I, am I right in um, believing? Um, no, I, I think I think it'll be all right for, the, for Norwich. Okay, well, it's still it's a fragile front line, isn't it, with Amiobi banned? I mean, you. It's not Amiobi and Nile Ranger it's, it's not, uh, front, not far away from the front it's really not no. the front line that, that anybody needs to be worrying about to be fair it's uh, it's all about the back line I've not seen Newcastle United so disorganised at the back since Matt Lawrenson was defensive coach to be honest <laughs> they've got, they got, they got quite a few players coming back and Colaccini and Gutierrez and Cito yeah, but, but, no, but Colaccini's been shit the last few matches he's been awful and it's just they just look really disorganised we've not bought need Taylor back well, that's what I mean. But we've not bought like a defender for more than like a million quid for like since Colaccini, which mm. I think is telling. We've all been trying to like push these defenders through, but you know, Perch Williamson, you know, we need another Turned defender. On <laughs> 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 who, are these, who are these? Who are these? Who are these? No, but who are these players, A2P, players learning A2P. off? How can you? How can you learn stuff off Colaccini? Who's, who's you know? He's only one man, and he's not playing that well at the moment. He's not in form, and you know we've got that. Um, Debushi character coming in and stuff, mm. and he, he can do he can do a job and stuff. You Surely got. David Santon was over a million, wasn't he? Uh, no, well, no, I don't think it was a huge amount of money, but he wasn't like a big sort of marquee defensive signing. Yeah, he was he was, an, he was an Italian underneath. We need a centre back. Who would you want, Peter? In an ideal world, I don't realistically. I, I just don't know. I just wish they'd someone who's a little bit more solid than Mike Flipping Williamson. Who is always asking? Who is it? We need a squad, basically. What other teams have a bloody squad? But, is that, but it is You're nice purist, to sort of see that if we can get that um, that like uh, Remy fella. Um, apparently, he likes to play a lot on the right, so it, don't that think will Remy's having the best season. No, no, but it will free up CC to actually go down the middle because he's he's been sort of farmed out on the right mm. and the left. And don't stuff, be too harsh on Newcastle because really. they've effectively got a whole team out injured. Yeah, yeah leave off them, Pete. The, the disappointing thing for the going back to the we Brighton, should be able to beat Brighton. Yeah, but the disappointing <laughs> thing with Brighton, Brighton are on the right side and they're at home and stuff and they were favourites going into that game. But the disappointing thing for Newcastle is like the players who came in for that game didn't seem that really. That mm. bothered. They, I mean, they, they didn't. They, I'm sure they tried their best, but they didn't seem to have that much desire to try and break into the first team full time. It was a little bit disappointing from that point of view. I thought. No, it was, but it wasn't the best uh, off that sort of level of form. Where we've just not won a single match for flipping ages. Sammy Aniobi looked like happy to be playing, but almost but he, like he, a competition. He sort of, but he sort of bundles. He bundles <laughs> his way through. Hey, he nearly got a goal at Old Trafford, though. Well, that's I mean, there, 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 were, there were periods of time in um, the Arsenal match, for example, in, 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 in the match at Old Trafford and stuff where we looked alright and you know it, and I think if you can keep that up for more than 20 minutes and not let farm bloody three goals and I mean like I, I was expecting a four all at, at, you know <laughs> yeah. it was like 10 minutes left or something and, and Arsenal scored all their, all their uh, goals and I was sat there going well I wasn't sat there I was stood there because I pretend I was an Arsenal fan but, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah so I was applauding the uh, goalkeeping not the chances <laughs> Terrible business. Oh dear! Never well, Demba Bar's gone to Chelsea. Already got um, his goal-scoring feats underway there. In a final Blue win. gloves, honestly. Away to did Southampton. I, did I see um, like Frank Lampard not let him take the penalty for his hat trick? No, I think Bar didn't ever try to take it. Did he? Okay, right. Mm. I thought Lampard insisted. I mean, I know Lampard was trying to get to Kerry Dixon's record, so maybe that was something to do with it. But I thought there was a, potentially a little bit of a disagreement. Mm. But I might be coming overall tabloid there. You, maybe you I'm you but Lampard will be leaving Chelsea at the end of the season. Yeah. Mm. We, so, we, we were. I heard. I you boys. But I had rumours about a year ago that he wanted to leave and go to the MLS. Is that right? Yeah, well, do you still be the MLS? Yeah, I do, yeah. 
I don't know. You're going to tell some sort of Sven No, 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 I'm not mentioning it in the show. Don't worry about that. QPR? No, I don't think QPR. If Ancelotti's still at PSG, I know they've got a lot of players, but... I don't know. I think they go in America. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah. They've got Pastore in that position. True, but I think Lampard's still got a bit to offer. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if... You know, Schneider moved on. Inter came in from. Do you know what I mean? I, I really wouldn't be surprised. I think, but he's thirty-five years old. You're getting a season out of him at that level, tops. You would think. So a, a club like Inter, it's it's such short-termism. I don't think that that's likely to happen. I think he could. He mm. potentially could fit in at PSG. He's a bit deeper. He's a bit deeper than P- uh, Pastore. But the, the same applies. You know, yeah, if, if you're building enough. a team. Fair enough. But Ancelotti's got history with him, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Ancelotti thinks. It's what Zlatan thinks. Yeah, but Mourinho will be going there, so he'll never won't he? <laughs> what about Fulham? Do yeah. someone like that in that's the like, oh, that's like that's definitely likely yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will he get will he be able to get, um, to leave uh, Carragunas out of the team though you got to ask well, well, it, it depends if Bedinho is put in there <laughs> yeah. any struggle there are some yeah. absolutely ridiculous rumours surrounding Frank Lampard I saw one today saying Arsenal and Man United will have to wait until the summer to try and get Frank Lampard like I'm either club are going to come in for him I thought you were going to say of course we could but you know I thought you were going to say there's been some mental rumours about Frank Lampard like he's actually a horse like completely unrealistic stuff but why wouldn't Alex Ferguson sort of pull him in as sort of uh, another scores get another three or four he's years he's got one <laughs> <laughs> but it just, it just seems weird I mean he's on a ridiculous amount of money at oh, Chelsea yeah. and people talk about oh, the, the club not being um, you know not giving him the time of day. So he's on more money than pretty much everyone else in the squad. I think he'll go, he'll go China, or he'll go I'm MLS, MLS, or if he wants yeah. a bit of a career, he'll go, um, he'll go to a Premier League club. He just, he, he loves it. He loves being the centre of attention. Think, he's got I a girlfriend he's got another, here, and yeah. another two or three years at the top level, I would say. There you go. I'm chucking my hat in the ring for the MLS, and we'll see what happens. Mm. We will see what happens. Um, Shall we move away from the Great British Isles? Let's. Um, let's go to La Liga, um, where uh, Jose Mourinho is trying <laughs> to get himself fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Madrid's it should be more sinister than that. It yeah. should be played for a massive trombone. That mm. uh, Real Madrid beat Real Sociedad 4-3. Mourinho's name was booed by the fans when his name was read out after the team sheets were given prior to the match. Um, he, of course, uh, a couple of weeks ago, before Christmas, uh, Madrid lost away um, uh, to Malaga 3-2. Mourinho dropped Casillas for the first time in mm. 100 years. And uh, Antonio Adan was put in the um, sub-keeper. Who is what did he do? What did he immediately do? He, uh, well, in, in, well no, that was in the other game. Yeah, it was in the other game. So in Malaga, they lost 3 2. Adan wasn't really to blame for some of the goals, but you'd probably maybe fancy Casillas getting a hand to, mm. to, to one or two of them. But against Sociedad, I think it was six minutes in, um, Adan got sent off. For a foul um, on Carlos Vela. Right yeah. Still finding. Yeah. yeah. And everyone was cheering. No doubt attempting a chip. Yeah. And then Casillas came on and everyone was cheering. So they cheered a, like a red card. Yeah. Really didn't, didn't Ronaldo offer him the captaincy? And, and he, he just he didn't Oh, you have it. bitch. Mm. You bitch. Didn't want it. What is going on there? Well, and Fabio Contral got himself in some trouble as well, didn't he? Turn him r- reporting back late from uh, from his holidays. Yeah. Um, Mourinho's sabotaging himself well, Jose said yeah. um, with regards to the fans if they whistle my name before the game and then support the team during the game um, as they have done then perfect that seems perfect to me <laughs> it seems to me perfect. like Madrid <laughs> really bring the worst out in Mourinho because he does seem quite petty but they would argue he brings the worst out there well, yeah, he's a club that's true. bigger than him that's <laughs> yeah, why. It's, it's, it's two vortexes <laughs> trying he's to become to be, one he's tried to become bigger than the club mm. there's and no the, way and, he's and actually the club and they invented the Galacticos there's no way he's going to be here next season no way Non-camps. he's basically sawing prawns into the curtains and then leaving yeah. So like for us, so so the, so his next club is kind of like they're a little bit easier to um, sort of beat. trout behind the radiator yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he said, I mean, he said things like... That I don't guy like, in the loft, what? Yeah. <laughs> but he said, I don't always like to be in a comfortable situation or to be a hero forever. I mean, I don't... 
right. Mm. Very strange. Very strange, strange yeah. Yeah. Did he have, poke someone in the eye? No, no. I think so. Yeah. Um, Barcelona beat Espanol 4 0 the Barcelona just, Star. Just easy. Messi uh, won the Ballon d'Or, I hear. Yes, he did. Did the you Barcelona see the team of the year as well? Yeah, it's all our Liga players, wasn't it? Yeah. Only one of them was outside of Barcelona Madrid as well. Um, but it's Bar- voted for by the players. Which was just so. wasn't it? Yeah, should have been Zlatan. Obviously. The Barcelona Espanol game was over about 20 minutes. They, they yeah. might as well have just said, right, we've got the Ballon d'Or tomorrow, can we all go home now? I think they had like 20 one shot on target mm. or something yeah. <laughs> um, Atletico Madrid drew away to Mallorca which is a shame losing a, a little bit of pace uh, off the top spot I did like it though that uh, Kevin scored for Mallorca it's quite nice yeah nice yeah good um, and also oh, Levante they beat uh, Athletic Bilbao 3-1 they're in 6 carrying on mm. their form from last season which we did mention um, a month or two ago yeah they're getting back up there so well done to them but um, one of the big stories um, outside of the U of K was uh, coming from Italy when uh, Kevin Prince Boatown walked off the pitch in a friendly match against the lower league side Pro uh, Patria after being racially abused by a section of supporters uh, and he, of course he walked off the pitch I'm sure many of you have seen this he booted the ball into the crowd as well he did he had a, he had a go more at, at the crowd wasn't it yeah, yeah. Into. yeah. and yeah. Uh, and then the, the rest of the Milan players um, followed him off as well which is uh, an incredible stance against racism mm, and it's a perfect opportunity to do it as well because it's, you know, it's a mid-season friendly so he's not going to harm Milan in any way and um, it's, it's great that they've taken a stand well Boateng said he, uh, you know after the incident he said he wanted to send out a signal that you know he just we can't keep going on like this mm. and it's caused uh, a massive stir and he's been supported by a lot of people yeah. and, and applauded by that um, Sepp's not one of them though no I think it's sad that it's actually had to come to a place to do oh, it. Oh, of course it is. But we talked about this. But we talked about I, this. I think it's kind of sad that it happened in a friendly, you know what I mean? I wish it was a more pri- high profile match, to be honest. But that's Cause then, cause so that unlikely would... to happen. So this is the perfect Really? Compromise. Have you seen the Champions League when you go out east? Or well, well, no, but I mean, <laughs> I don't think the players are going to do that to their club because no. they're going to forfeit the match and probably be sanctioned for it. So I think, I think yeah. this is the perfect compromise. I, I think you're right. I understand I, what you mean, yeah. Well, um, we did. I think Luke, you might have mentioned a, a while ago that it will take players walking off the pitch mm. for something. Well, no one else is going to do anything. No, no one else no. is doing anything about it. That's the thing. Sepp's so, not having that, though, is he? Well, no. He said. Um, he Old said, white man, Sepp. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, "Walk off." No, uh, I don't think that is the solution. I mean, to to be fair. To, if I may just for a brief moment to set he can't just suddenly go yep everyone start walking off no I understand that yeah of course but he could have at least said I admire what Boateng did and it's in its highlights mm. of the fact to be honest I don't think that should be the case but I, I can understand it. do you see what I mean he could yeah, have been a bit more what, what he has humanly said, instead of lizardly indeed what, what he has said are things along the line of you know we, there has to be zero tolerance on this you know the, the punishments need to be really really harsh you're the person <laughs> in, in, who's in charge of those so why don't you do you're something the head about of it? football I'd like to imagine someone looking around over his shoulder for the person responsible for it yeah. we could really get on, get on that really. where is it Jesus <laughs> yeah, it's, it's me isn't it yeah okay right let's it, hope something lays an egg in his brain yeah, yeah. Um, but am I right in saying that it's probably uh, you UEFA that have had more cause to be criticised for stuff like this rather than FIFA because there's you know it's mainly sort of your European competitions when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah, I'd, they're both as bad as one another. I'd say. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I mean they've both got to take. Surely FIFA have themselves. some sort of influence over UEFA. It's a tricky one, isn't it? There's yeah. a lot, lot of um, lot of controversy around that sort of mm. thing. I don't, I don't think the, I don't think FIFA like that club football under UEFA has taken almost like a precedent, taken precedent over international football. Mm. So there's a lot of sort of they're at loggerheads over a lot of things. I think, mm. but I'm sure they could have some sort of influence anyway. Uh, but back at Milan though, um, and, and the football itself, Alexander Pato left Milan um, to go to Corinthians for twelve million pounds, twelve point mm. eight million, I think it was. He joined Milan in two thousand seven. 
and he's, he's obviously been there for sort of five and a half years and uh, he's 16 injuries since yeah, then he's had a really hard time yeah it really has I mean he actually has played I think about 150 matches for the club I was surprised he managed to get to that far but for such an injury pro, uh, prone player mm. to, for such a high price tag really, I'm surprised Corinthians paid that mm, Michael Owen's got his guy that's a shame yeah, he's not injury prone he's just uh, yeah it's, it's, it's a shame for Pato he's got big talent he, he's, whenever I've seen him he's He's shown that when he's on, when he's fit, yeah. he's, he's different class. But but I think I think the good thing is that um, if indeed he can get back to the player that um, that, that well, I say he was that he yeah. promised to he be, looks like he can be consistent. Yeah, I mean I think Brazil, you know, the, you know the Brazilian boys, they they love their country, don't they? And they like mm. playing there. Um, you know, he's still only what twenty two or something like that. Yeah. You know, in in four years' time, well, if he's had happens, a good look at Robin van Persie. Mm. You know, it, it, yeah, he missed a significant chunk of every season bar last season for Arsenal. Yeah, that's and he's you know he's not been injured in ages. Players do shrug it off. I always think back to Stephen Gerrard as well. He had a lot of injuries when he was younger, and he managed to <clears> overcome that. But Milan. Because they're forced to play so many games. Or Absolutely, they're still, yeah. they're still growing in some yeah. cases. Mm-hmm. Also, Milano supposedly in talks to sell Robinho to Santos. So that's not happening now. Really? They've, they've withdrawn Robinho from the transfer list. Really? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Why Is put it, him on it? Yeah. I'd maybe put himself on it. I don't know. Can you do that? <laughs> It's funny, we, we've seen the amount of players we now sold recently they obviously need the money in some way yeah they do um, right there wasn't just the FA Cup um, of the domestic cups happening on the weekend the French Cup has been throwing up its usual us upsets uh, upsets <laughs> <laughs> got there um, Leon, the holders were beaten by third tier side at Epinal on penalties it's so strange this happens all the time the French it? Cup is outrageous for this yeah. it really is it's absolutely phenomenal yeah I love the French Cup because there's so many teams can enter it like, I think in last season there were 7,000 teams entered it and I think and I think that me- also counts the, the teams in French owned territories as yep, well yep. I don't really know how that works but like, even places like Reunion Iron and stuff like that they can enter teams into I mean, actually I think so, so Roger yeah. Miller could uh, perhaps come out of retirement in, right. the, in the French Cup if you wanted to Roger Miller would be would come out about effort, 70 yeah. now yeah that'd but, be know. amazing <laughs> Laurent Robert's from Reunion Iron actually get them together Imagine Have a little got, run at the French Cup. How annoyed would you be if you got drawn away? <laughs> yeah, that's why I think that works. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case, though. Yeah. I, they must have to take place in France, surely. That, that's got to be what it is. Anyway, yeah. loads of teams are in it. It's brilliant. Yeah, the French Cup is class. Um, another third tier side, um, um, CA Bastille beat their local rivals, Bastille, who of course top. Um, that's one of those brilliant too. things where they won't play each other again for probably about 10 years. So they'll <laughs> have least, that over their rivals for eight. Yeah, that's right. PSG, yeah. um, a slightly weakened side, but still, they hard fought win against fifth tier side, Arras, winning 4 3. Fifth tier? I mean, it doesn't matter how weakened PSG are, they should still be beaten as a. It's like Lewis, like Mansfield. Yeah, they're fifth tier. Yeah, true. Yeah. But four three. Yeah, amazing. Magnificent. Shit, three goals. <laughs> Zlatan's been a bit annoyed recently well is this really news yeah <laughs> um, I'm just confirming it that uh, he was annoyed by the French press he said today at training journalists even started talking to me on the pitch which is not normal <laughs> that is a bit stupid yeah they shouldn't be allowed I think France is not used to having someone in their country who is of my level <laughs> <laughs> good lad yeah, yeah. Um, in, in other very strange news a PSG fan um, has written to Zlatan Ibrahimovic after quickly registering for the domain name Zlatan.fr uh, the fan has listed 
12 challenges um, but all Ibra has to do is complete one of them to get the domain name for free although the unnamed fan did sign off saying you can try as many as you like um, yeah I don't think he cares he? I don't think so a few examples of the challenges are and, and this is um, straight from the, uh, the unnamed fan's mouth or, or keypad he said stay at my place for a month this way all my life I could say Ibra sure he used to sleep on my couch for a while <laughs> in what world would you stay at someone's house you didn't know for a month to get a web domain well another challenge was beat me at taekwondo I've heard you're not bad at it I've, uh, as I've never practised that sport I recommend you choose this challenge <laughs> Yeah. Considering Ibra is, you know, he, hasn't he sort of copyrighted the word I- Ibrahimovic? No, he tried to copyright the word Zlatan. Zlatan, right, okay. Mm. But then it got taken into the Swedish dictionary, didn't it? But I, I, so dare, I, has, but yeah, I yeah. dare say that he'd be able to um, just strong arm it off someone. Because, well, you know, well, it's, it's internet it's squatting effectively. This is, uh, this is my favourite challenge. Let me slap you in the face without saying a word. And in public, obviously. <laughs> you can obviously. Imagine, you can imagine that and go, what am I getting out of this? A web domain. I don't, we, I don't even want it. Look, I'm not sure it's entirely serious. I reckon he is serious. I've seen a picture of him. <laughs> I reckon he is serious. <laughs> what is it? Zlatan, Zlatan on FR, dot FR. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long is he going to be in France for? Don't yeah. know. Well, isn't yeah. it that the, uh, supposedly Zlatan wants to sort of increase his public profile? That's the fans' logic, at least. He's trying to sort of hold him to ransom. But, so he's, he's probably only got Zlatan.com, so you know, that's short. That's probably that's fine. He's, if you're a global presence well we're talking about it aren't we so yeah Yeah, that's very true I think think we need to go to Pete's game after this good news ramblers we have a betting partner and our betting partner William Hill are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you a listener to the football ramble open a new William Hill sports account Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. I think we should go to Pete's game after this. Well, now we're here. Pierluigi Casaraghi. <laughs> no, it's not Pierluigi Casaraghi. Um, this is... Uh, Parhaz was in twice, you never th- know. This game, this game was... Uh, <laughs> this game... Was Casaraghi in there at all? Yeah, yeah, he got him, didn't he? Oh, dear. Uh, right, uh, this comes from David Lindbergh. He comes up with this name. Uh, Harry Redknapp's Wheel and Deal of Fortune. Nice. Ah, yeah, well, yeah, it's a yeah, good right. one. Solid start to the year. <clears throat> Only five clues, so I uh, get you thinking caps on and that. <sighs> I was born the 9th of September 1968 in Sunderland. Go on. I am the nephew of a former West Indian cricketer. Mm. Not even a guess. Mm. Mm. Go on. No guess, no? No. No guess, no. Uh, My uh, hat trick in 1998 was the last one to be scored at the original Wembley Stadium for an English league team. Oh, balls. Stop. Clayton Blackmore. No. Oh, that's a blast from a pass, isn't it? Mm. Stop. Clive Mendonca. It's Clive Mendonca. Oh! Good game. Give me the five. How's that? Uh, last year I auctioned my prized possessions for uh, from my uh, football career in order to help my wife set up her own business. I was also voted number one Grimsby and Charlton cult hero. Yeah, that was in the playoff final nice. against Sunderland. They won on penalties. Nice. Four all, I think it was. Mm. Good knowledge. Thanks, bruv. Mm. No, no problem. <clears throat> have we got any correspondence, Mr. Corresponder? We have, and the Twitter topic, or oh, Twitter slash Facebook topic, yeah. um, this uh. week was simply what was your highlight of Christmas? I've mm. left it as open as that. Oh, mm. not even from football. Whatever they want. Well, huh, yeah. yeah, well, I thought they'd been pretty loyal up until now. Give them a chance. Yes. Um, Ian Hepburn tweeted straight in by saying, <laughs> Fly. <laughs> 
flying a 10,000 mile round trip to make sure I caught a home game before Partick's Cup final in April only to see the game rained off oh god <laughs> oh. oh dear uh, Friends of the Ramble Dan Monaghan Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, the attempted like murder of Robin Van Persie. I think that's an Alex Ferguson did. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, uh, Greg Kitchen. <laughs> and I can. F- I'm, I'm with you on this, Greg. I support Portsmouth. I don't believe in highlights anymore. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, Alistair Wilkie says Henningberg getting <clears throat> the sack on Boxing Day reminds me of the true meaning of Christmas: misery and pain. <laughs> what about, did Henningberg stormed out of the Christmas party, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. someone tried to make him sing. Was yeah. that or dance? I think he thought he was being invited up to um, to do to say like a few words, and then someone put yeah. like a false wig on him. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so they, what did they want to do with Jackson? Though? Yeah, it's always Jacko, Jackson, isn't it? Of course yeah, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Rob Lloyd says give him my mate a Newcastle 2013 calendar the picture for January Demba Bar yeah oh. some people have covered uh, like got Debussy's head and stuck it on the top of Good Demba idea. Bar yeah. clever that's what you'll have to do um, Tom Robbo Robinson via Facebook says my granddad eating the 20p from the Christmas pudding refusing to believe he had and then sending us said 20p in the post about a week later <laughs> <laughs> Yes, no granddads were harmed in the making of this. Excellent. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. This is a good one. Kevin O'Connor from Facebook says, My highlight was the latest words from the Shearer Book of Wisdom on Ferguson's reaction of R- RVP getting the ball kicked at his head. Mm. Could he have killed him? Well, he hasn't. He's got straight up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love the way Shearer's brain works. Yeah, that's good. Excellent. Um, oh, St- oh Stephen, Stephen Chick says, Ooh. Paddy Creran's seemingly booze riddled rant on Five Live. Come on. Yeah, oh, that, that was magnificent. Oh, that, yeah, what was that one? Uh, that, that was him, was that was him uh, taking on Bridge. Rio Ferdinand. Uh, yes, it was at the Manchester point Derby. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. swearing at everyone. Oh yeah, it was, it was, no, it no, it wasn't. It was, it was basically he got the he got the complete wrong end of the stick. The question put to him was, is it safe for players to sort of celebrate um, provocatively in front of fans? But he was he thought that the, the <laughs> radio presenters were saying that players shouldn't celebrate goals. Yeah, yeah. and he just would not listen no. to, no, to no, the no, fact no, that no. they didn't it actually like, mean that. It was like the local drunk shouting at random strangers. Like passes by and like passing it was cars. more than like that <laughs> <laughs> on, on top of a yeah. bridge <laughs> screaming at the moon is yeah. this some kind of PR stunt like yeah. what yeah, what are you talking about yeah. yeah and a couple more a few more just to round up Brian McNichols mm. says my aunt brushed past me on her way to the drinks and I went down hard the family accused me of a dive but if there's contact I'm going over <laughs> yeah it's fair point um, that's reasonable uh, Daniel, right. yeah, Daniel Francis says Shebby sings wonderful radio appearance responding with not telling in a girlish giggle when asked to explain what duties were involved in being a global advisor and beginning every sentence with Robbie no matter how he, no matter who he was speaking to mm-hmm. um, and finally David Sanderson said my mum came over to spend Christmas Day at my fiance's parents house but she went to the wrong house on the next street a house she then invited herself into for a drink and when I went to find her I was greeted at the door by my mum and a rather confused Chris Malkin who played for Tranmere and Millwall in the 90s <laughs> oh, yeah. who was too kind to tell her she was in the wrong house oh <laughs> that's a Christmas story I've ever heard magnificent superb yeah, well, more of those next week <laughs> Beautiful. Now it's time for a profile, you lovelies. And uh, who have we got this week to kick us off to the new year? It's Glenn Hoddle. Ooh. Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. Goddle. Yeah. <laughs> Already. I going to sing a bit of Diamond Lights, though. I can't really remember any of it. Darling, I love you. Yeah. Diamond Lights. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> good. Feel better now? That wasn't even rehearsed. I love that song. Ooh. It's, it shouldn't be as good as it is, and it's very good. Waddle doesn't want to be there. It's all no. about Hoddle. Mm. We, can we get to that? Yeah. Okay, right. It's Again. tense. Though. It's yeah. tense for a pop song. But it's very with, tense. A fo- with two footballs in it. Can we just induct this song, Diamond Light? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I love you. <laughs> when we get to that stage, <laughs> that's when we stop. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think oh, it's Chris Waddle did a song with Basil Bowie, like a rap. Yeah. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh <laughs> my goodness! He was born on the twenty seventh of October, nineteen fifty seven. And when was he born again? Ah, oh, very ah. good, Jim. Yes, Jim Barnes. Excellent. Yeah, Jordan Bennett. Just under ten years before the summer of love. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine um, he had a lovely time on the summer of love. Probably um, doing a bit of homework, having mm, a kick around the park with his yeah, pals. Yeah, that's right. Strikes me as a young Scott Parker. You reckon? Yeah. T Jimmy. Yeah, doing yeah, Why don't they just call him Scott in that advert? Don't make any difference. Well, because he's he's playing a part, isn't he? He's acting, isn't he? Yeah. You're a part. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, he was a product of uh, Watford's youth academy. Don't you know? Um, apparently, he was spotted by a scout who was walking past a football pitch where Hoddle was playing for his school. Sounds like a lie, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, that's where a scout should be. Mm, I, don't, I don't believe a bloody. <laughs> I don't like the scout doing his job while yeah. skiving. Guess where that scout was? Walking past a football pitch. Good. <laughs> his fucking job. <laughs> if he can walk the dog at the same time, good. Yeah. <laughs> How are you with knots? <laughs> Notts County um, but it was Watford's youth set up he joined um, and then uh, after that he went to Spurs as an apprentice to make uh, make wonderful Benches. football <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> make wonderful football with them uh, he made his debut uh, for the first team at the age of 17 and uh, would make his first start a little bit later uh, and scored uh, quite famously in a match against Stoke who had Peter Shilton in goal mm. So if you're going to get your first one, put it past That Schiltz. was in like 1976, wasn't it? It's weird to think of Hoddle playing in it that is, era. It is, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean, Jim. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, he would soon establish himself in the first team and become one of Spurs' best players. Uh, he did play at a good time um, at Spurs, playing alongside uh, Ardiles, Garth Crooks, Chrissy Waddle, Gary Mabbott, Clive Allen. Wow, lovely period mm. at Tottenham Hotspur. Mm. Probably lovely their most stuff. Lovely, yeah. They're probably insulin mo- kicking around. <laughs> 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 probably uh, their most successful spell since the early sixties. So there. Um, well, they were involved. Let me back that up. They were involved in a number of finals. They won the FA Cup in eighty one and eighty two, and the UEFA Cup in nineteen eighty four. Back when that was harder. Mm. Well, when it was alive. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, when it existed. Yeah, that's right. Much harder now, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In, in 1979 1980, um, he won PFA Young Player of the Year, scored 19 goals in 41 matches, <coughs> made his England debut in, in 79 2, also featured um, a little bit at the Euros in 1980. Um, but uh, going back to the UEFA Cup final, unfortunately, he missed that due to injury. Um, but he did put in a memorable performance uh, against Feyenoord in one of the Cup's earlier rounds where Spurs won 6-2 on aggregate so much so that even Johan Cruyff himself was uh, very impressed by the young Hoddle and he went to the Spurs dressing room afterwards and offered, offered Hoddle his shirt mm. Ah. Mm. Good stuff eh? High Quite praise arrogant indeed. isn't it? I know yeah, it, it is but it's nice in a way I suppose so That's as good It's as the best it, you're going to get I was going to say we're talking Johan Cruyff here Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but before that uh, 84 final he did play at the World Cup uh, in 1982 with England when they went out in the, in the second group stages um, yeah he, he's funny actually with Hoddle he played in, in two European Championships two World Cups I mean most notably the World Cup uh, in 1986 of course Maradona halted England's progression but that was a good England side mm. and yeah Hoddle spoke quite, quite um, emotionally about that, that hand of God goal about how he said it took him ages to get over it and how like he he he, 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 said, he actually said, he also said that when when that goal when that, when Maradona scored that goal and I think Hoddle and Shilton and only a couple of other players saw it yeah. he said that he couldn't um, play as soon as like, when they kicked off again he said he just couldn't play yeah. for like four or five minutes he couldn't get his head right he couldn't believe mm. it had happened and he, and he was so frustrated and so cut up about it that um, 
he said uh, he, he just couldn't focus for ages. It took him ages to snap himself out of it. And he said it took him um, four or five years, really, to get over it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the interview I is saw... Is it fair to say that Glenn Hoddle all the thinks things? <laughs> 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 this is the thing, though, Pete. Really emotionally, at the end of the interview I saw, he said, in my head, I'm still chasing that referee. Wow. Like, like he was still, it really affected him. And he, like he, it broke him. Because he also said that, um, yeah, massively, he also said that the referee was, he, he said he was Syrian, but I think he was Tunisian, and that the linesman involved was Costa Rican. And he said that up before that incident, he had, um, he had thought he wasn't sure those, ref- that re- those officials were up to it. He said they weren't up to the pace of it, they, they shouldn't have been there at that level at court right. finals in the World Cup which I think is maybe a little bit of a little England thing to say oh they're football in backwaters and stuff mm. but it's still quite an interesting thing to, to think about mm. because Maradona's second goal was only about three or four goals after that first three or four minutes. minutes after that first goal it was, so yeah. you wonder whether that had an impact in it you know mm. oh, yeah. well, Hoddle's one of the players that Maradona leaves for dead it is so you know that completely makes sense and Hoddle was well known for his tackling <laughs> and tracking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> basically what we're saying is if you know Maradona hadn't been such a little cheat we'd have won that game and yeah. then the World Cup Hoddle would have Bobby Moore Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there can be no argument against that. <laughs> no, no. No. Well, we, we march on then, don't we? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, uh, 1987, a year later, that was a big year for Hoddle because he and Chris Waddle released Diamond Lights in the chair. It's a big year for music. <laughs> big, a, a big year for popular culture. Yeah. Pete, Diamond Lights. And we're on. Here, Here we, we go. go. Turn the lights down. It, it, it really packs a punch, doesn't it? It's a nice build up. It's. Kind of like Tears for Fears. It's oddly dark yeah. pop music. I like it because it doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but the like is, the man himself. But on, on top of the pops, though, Waddle, Waddle doesn't want to be there. Waddle doesn't want to be there. Hoddle's like, I think, I think this is where I should be. This is my World Cup yeah. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. very dark, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a training montage in like a, a rock karate kid. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Well, it's the film of Glenn Hoddle's life in Glenn Hoddle's head. <laughs> the thing about it is, it's, it goes diamond lights, darling, I love you. But there's no women in the video, or No. You wonder what it's it, about. Here we go. Here we go. You can't tell in the 80s. Is that actually Hoddle's voice? You can't tell on the radio either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hoddle's got a decent voice. Well, clearly. Yeah. Like Hoddle and oh, that's enough. Hoddle and Chris are like kind of next to each other singing, and there's a woman in the middle of them, like they're sort of arguing over it. It's a love it? triangle, isn't it? The Waddle's not bothered about. I think that's <laughs> no, you can have her. I'm married. <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> that'll do. Hey, that'll yeah. do. Get Hoddle, ladies and gentlemen. His last match for Spurs was in 1987 as well, the Cup final against Coventry, where they lost three-two. Mm. That Keith Houchin diving yeah. header was involved in Spurs. In that. Put that to bed at the weekend, didn't they? They did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that hatchet. He scored over a hundred goals for Spurs in nearly five hundred matches, and Damidor became one of the club's greatest players. Yeah, with that ball control, mm. with the passing, Jim, with the poise, the passing yeah. range was phenomenal. With the technique, the shooting range as well, because he would stroke long-range goals that would have, have immense power to them. Stroke is the right word. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, weirdly, almost. Reminds me a little bit of Raquel May in that he didn't have mm. much pace, but it just had oh, so Socrates, much. Someone like skill. Socrates, yeah, so you know that rangy player. Top, but top, Socrates was more explosive, burst forward. A yeah, okay, more. yeah, fair enough. But Holder could put the ball in a ten pence piece from like a hundred yards. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He was ex- he's so graceful. Yeah, yeah, I mean he really was, and 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 that's why sometimes when 
um, if people are having a, a dig at someone like Berbatov, he'll always stick up for them. Mm. You know, and, and loves that type of player. And 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 the the, the, the kind of the old thing was that the Hodder wasn't fully appreciated in England. And when he went to France, you know, Arsene Wenger was like, "This guy is magnificent." Because yeah. he went to obviously Monaco mm. under Wenger, big Veng, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> big Veng, unnecessary. Uh, no, what? I don't think he was then. A medium Veng. <laughs> Um, I think he's known as Veng the Merciless. Oh but um, he said that uh, Wenger actually said his control was superb and his skill um, in both feet was uncanny and he believed he was undervalued in England and, and perhaps even a few years ahead of his time um, wow. for some people but, uh, but yeah they, they loved him in France um, they won Ligue 1 and he was voted uh, best foreign player um, in playing in France Good lad. So, so yes, you've had a great Good, all right. time. Best mullet in France as well, probably. I'd have thought so. Definitely up there. I'd have thought so. Yeah. Um, his last England cap came at Euro '88. England went out in the first round, very disappointing. But he um, got 53 international caps. It's funny how he got less yeah. caps than Gaza, and everyone says Gaza was a massive wasted talent. Gaza was 57, I think. Yeah. Which is more than 53. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying it was very Famously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well documented. Yeah. You could say. <laughs> but uh, Hoddle came back to England in, in, in the early 90s and, and found himself in charge of a struggling Swindon side. And he was must have woken up one day thinking, mm. how has this happened? <laughs> yeah. came, came to the front and part once and got a standing ovation Hoddle. Just stood there in front of the back four and stroked the ball around all day. Well, he. he well, um, not all day when the game finished, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a very nice place, Portsmouth. <laughs> um, allegedly. Um, uh, Follow the whistle, blokes. I think I'll stay here for a bit. Actually, <laughs> <that's all right. laughs> no, we're going to have to clap him off or he's not leaving. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He, was, <coughs> he, was, he was player manager <laughs> for Swindon. So he managed to steer the club away from relegation and then he started tinkering. It's Nick Jarvis stuff. Yeah. <laughs> can I? Is, can we? I don't mean this in a, in a disparaging way. But yeah. Can we all agree that Glenn Hodder was the ultimate big time Charlie? Well, <laughs> yeah, hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on a second. Before you tell your story, um, uh, <laughs> he got rid of Ozzy um, Ardiles' four four two formation because he was at the club previously. And bearing in mind, he's just steered this um, second tier side away from relegation. So he's uh, and he's player manager. So he changes the whole thing three five two with him playing sweeper. Lovely. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Ultimate big time challenge. It's amazing. I'm, I'm not even being funny. That is magnificent <laughs> behaviour. Who in this day and age would do that? No one's got the balls. That is just on and on that alone, he should get into the well, D. The only person alone. that would do that now is at Swindon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's absolutely sensational. And in his first season doing that, they just missed out on the playoffs. And then the following season, they bloody won the playoff final with, with Hoddle in the side. Hoddle scored in the final. They beat Leicester in an incredible game. Yeah, he scored the first goal, didn't he? Yeah. He did score the first goal, yeah. But, um, but he, he, was, he was loved down at Swindon before he um, left slightly acrimoniously. Um, but a little story Luke, yeah there's this, there's this quite famous story by a guy called Stuart James who was a, an apprentice at Swindon I think he's a football writer now um, and uh, he said that like everyone was given obviously boots to clean back in those days when they were apprentices and um, <clears throat> apparently um, they all drew a name out the hat so well, that, they used to do that didn't they oh yeah they don't you do it anymore yeah the young shame, players would clean the, the old and they clean the terraces as well and all that sort of yeah, stuff yeah. the apprentices but apparently they, I think the way it worked is what, what he was saying was they put a name out the hat of a professional on the books and they'd have to clean their boots for a, for yeah. a season or whatever yeah. you know and because um, Gascoigne used to do waddles no, he didn't. Famously, he didn't. Well, no, but he was meant to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Luke. And I think <laughs> yeah. did Gascoigne not do Keegan's as well? Uh, possibly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, but this this guy pulls out Glenn, pulls out Glen Hoddle yeah. boots, and uh, everyone's getting the boots after the after the train session from the from the players. And apparently, like, Glenn Hoddle trotted in last. And he's player manager though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulls out these pair of red suede boots. <laughs> 
<laughs> chucks him at this Stuart Jones guy and goes, might as well test you. <laughs> 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 well, in, the, in the early 90s as well, when not many players had even coloured boots. Yeah, this is brilliant. what I mean. He, he was ahead of his time in so many different ways. Yeah. Brilliant. Too. But he, he was big time hoddle. But, but <laughs> I love that. These will test you. Yeah. 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 People don't use suede boots now. No, no. no. I've, I've no. probably had them specially made. They had those, they had <laughs> yeah. those weird feeler ones. They weren't suede, but they were very lightweight. Mm. The very, the very mm. odd. But, they're, but yeah. they would soak up the water, wouldn't they? Well, that's why I th- I've never used them. Peter, but I can, I can remember. I can remember. Yeah. You need loads of new book protector. New you, book. You would, wouldn't you? The season before Hoddles, <laughs> the season before Hoddles took over Swindon, or the season before that, maybe, hasn't they been denied promotion to the top flight for like financial irregularities or something? And then he uh, came in. The stadium wasn't good enough. So, no, I don't know uh, what it was. Uh, it was, some, it was I can't yeah, but when he came in, though, they were down the bottom. Right? Yeah, and he, and he took him up. Obviously, oh, he, he was in the final. Yeah, yeah, absolutely final. incredible. I mean, unfortunately for them, Chelsea. Kind of came along and went. All right, Hoddle. Well, um, <laughs> I, I liked him at Chelsea. Well, he was a real class act. He was a class act at Chelsea, but, pitch, but yeah. Swindon, yeah, were left a little bit annoyed. I think because Chelsea also bought his um, playing registration for, like for fifty grand or something. Where mm. Swindon thought they'd get at least a million. Do you reckon Chelsea chucked him like a suede contract? Like, this will test you. Pen don't work. So uh, yeah, he became uh, player manager at Stamford Bridge. The reached the FA Cup final, beaten four 0 by Manchester United. Um, but he finished the playing side of things in, in 95 but I think <coughs> I love that about Hoddle because he was all about the ball control and the spraying of the passes and all that sweeper position was perfect mm. for him in the latter stages of his career because he was a mid-table team then yeah but he was such a classy player mm. really was like it's just, it's just not the kind of player that England um, uh, English clubs produce really mm. not a sweeper <laughs> no, <laughs> certainly not a sweeper don't yeah. any sweepers <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. their type well we've, we love a sweeper <laughs> yeah. as, as, as we know Mark Wright played sweeper in Italian 90s we all know yeah. um, against Holland wasn't it well and the other games I think no, not the first game. Oh, not? Okay, fair enough. Uh, so he finished Geeks. playing in '95. <laughs> uh, I think he brought Rude Hullet in, and Hullet played a sweeper yeah. role yeah. for Chelsea. Um, Hoddle was at Chelsea until he became England manager in '96. And he got England playing a three-five-two as well. I quite liked it? England on the Hoddle. Oh, I, I thought I thought England really was well. superb under Hoddle. Le Tournois, more innocent time, wasn't it? Last time England won something. I think no, not for right. Glenn. England's, the perils of the lay-by. England's last major trophy. Yeah. <laughs> after Venables messed up the Umbro Cup yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> which we'll never forgive him for that's why he'll never come in this Hall of Fame have you seen have like players that actually had positions back then you go on the left you go on the right that's very true that's very true well, <laughs> now it's like I don't know where this man plays the best yeah, yeah. but it's funny actually because that whole kind of left sided um, <laughs> stuff uh, in right side as you say just just put someone there <laughs> yeah. we'll do it yeah. Yeah. that man fine yeah the World Cup 98 was a really good tournament for me I really enjoyed it I know England yeah. went out quite early but it, it doesn't feel like that remembering no, back doesn't. though because the Argentina match felt like about three games it did <laughs> it, <laughs> it really, was it, it really, really was it was like a Greek tragedy it went <laughs> on for ages <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was definitely like 60 70 minutes of extra time in that game mm. Oh, that's right. Oh, sorry, you just reminded me of something that somebody said very unfunnily at Fulham when Karagounis he kept going down, and after about the third one, someone oh another Greek tragedy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Not good. funny. Yeah, yeah, cut that out, Pete. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> Fulham, funny. Isn't it? Can you remember the Romania game? England lost to a last-minute goal by Dan Pet Rescue. Yeah. And Graham Lasoya, the worst. Def- Actually, England were really bad in that game. They no, well, no, but England it went one 0 down. I think was it Moldovan, really? wasn't it? Was it Moldovan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Michael Owen burst on at the scene yeah. and scored, and England were looking quite likely and, and looking like. They might go on and win it. But the defending for Petrescu's goal in the last so. minute. Oh, yeah. dear. Grand so basically, the most unthreatening defender to ever play the game against <laughs> one of the most unthreatening attacking blokes. They're just so meek looking blokes. Yeah. And, the so and went it went through Stephen's legs. Yeah, and the so went down clutching his face as well. It made it look much worse. Oh, no. Yeah, and then Owen oh, hit the post again. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But then Beckham scored his first goal for England against Colombia in the game after that, the free kick. 
Yes. Jim. But the point yeah. being, <laughs> this all happened, mate. I'm Darren Anderson <laughs> scored a good goal. <laughs> but the point being, if England didn't lose that game to Romania, I don't think they would have come second in the group and they wouldn't have played Argentina. No, they wouldn't have done. There you go. There it is, you see. And God knows hoddle heads, those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would have played Croatia, and if they'd have progressed, they'd have played Germany, and they definitely wouldn't have gone past that. So uh, <laughs> at no point would we have won World Cup 98, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And it's not Hoddle's fault, you could argue. No. Um, but I don't know, because we would have been buoyed by the win in 86. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we'd have probably won 90 after that. So, uh-huh. you know, yeah. it, everything would have been Euro, so different. Euro, World Cup 94. And yeah. yeah. Uh, probably still would have taken that one off. I mean, I sum it up so by saying basically, it. if it wasn't for Hoddle, we'd have won four World Cups in a row. <laughs> Get I, him out! I, <laughs> I think it remains ifs and buts. Yeah. But, uh, but Diamond Lights. Yeah. And the suede boots. You know, yeah. those two <laughs> things, you can forgive him anything. Yeah, yeah. Or nearly anything, which I'm sure we'll come to. Very nearly anything. But I, but you're right, England, I thought, were excellent under Hoddle. They actually passed the bloody ball well. Mm. Um, when you've got people like David Batty in there, it's always going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but to be fair, Batty was excellent in that. Yeah, no, he was all right. Yeah, I'm only joking. Yeah. Um, but he well, kicked somebody in the face, as I recall. That really <laughs> that's what that. you want David Batty to be doing. <laughs> yeah. That was against Tunisia, I think. Yeah. Um, but it had a midfield of Ince, Skulls, and, and then Beckham came in. And Anderson. Anderson. Well, that was on the wide, yeah, yeah, yeah. Backs, yeah. But uh, he, of course, um, after the World Cup, uh, England started the, slowly um, to their Euro 2000 campaign, and Hoddle left the post after making comments about <laughs> beliefs in karma. And, mm. Hod- and Hod- shall Hod- we just say <laughs> Hoddle's uh, views progressed slowly as well, <laughs> <laughs> being as they were belonging in another century. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a shame for him because um, one of the highlights of England in my lifetime is certainly when he made uh, Ray Parler visit Eileen Drury and then, yeah. ask for, and then he asked her for a short back and side which was <laughs> yeah. very good so after England he went to Southampton he kept them in the top flight and left um, during a fairly we decent we won't hold spell. that against him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fairly decent spell at the club to go to his beloved Spurs um, and he got Tottenham playing well in periods but ultimately his time there was a little bit disappointing um, they flattered to deceive and he was eventually sacked uh, in 03 after a poor start of the season then he went to Wolves for a time left after another disappointing spell uh, and that was his last job in management but since then he's set up the Glen Hoddle Academy which I think is very admirable um, according well, I to think he's named it after himself standard yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah the building's made up I'm surprised swing. it's not the amazing <laughs> Glen Hoddle Academy his favourite band is Swade <laughs> Um, but according to um, the website, the, Glen oh, the, the, the slogan should be "This will test you." That'd be brilliant. Yeah, very good. Um, well, according to the website, the Glenhall Academy is a, is a leading independent development centre for football, helping young players to fulfil their potential through expert assessment and coaching. And it offers a second chance to talented young footballers released by clubs to enable them to make their future in the professional game. And it is actually pretty good thing he's done there it's in southern Spain and as it says from that description you know players who have been released from their contracts who are in their mid to late teens they've got nowhere to go um, or they try and get into clubs and they think well you've been released Mm. and Hoddle um, hoovers those players up and and says you know players who are 17, 18 or whatever um, still have uh, potential to fulfil and he says you know if you work with those players actually you can get them back into the game mm. and they have done it on, on a number of occasions okay maybe not Premier League sort of standard but still in a professional capacity and he said you know help the, the kids uh, you know reach their dreams Pete yeah reach for that rainbow yeah <laughs> but it's a good thing isn't it that's good for it yeah, it's great let's have a little bit of thumbs up and, Glenn, and Glenn Hodder was um, unquestionably one of the most talented players in the Produced, mm. and, he, and he deserves his place in here on that alone. Well, that's what we're going to end it on, ladies and gentlemen. Glenn Hoddle, come into the <laughs> <in> with <laughs> <a couple of fun. laughs>
Well done, Glenn. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. The first one of 2013. Jim, the harsh year on record? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. New one, new record. Yeah. Broken it. it again. Well done, Football Ramble. <laughs> you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at Football Ramble, and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yeah, some good stuff on there at the moment. Actually, I found a video of, um, of Harry Redknapp having quite an angry um, exchange with some West Ham fans back in the day. <laughs> okay, excellent. Talking about how much he rates Frank Lampard while Frank Lampard sat there, and so a load of the other fans slag him off. Oh, yeah, th- but actually, Redknapp. Yeah, remember that comes out of some amount of yeah. credit, but the jewel in the crown this week is unquestionably a 14-year-old Clarence Seidorf on Dutch Family Fortune. Man. Or get yourself on there, thefootballramble.com. <laughs> Spoiler, he wins a TV. <laughs> <laughs> he looks about 30 when he's 14. In fact, it looks like Clarence Seidorf now with an afro wig on. <laughs> Schmucking. I'm yeah. sold. I'm sold. Jim, you got anything to say? Uh, no. Pete? Happy New Year. There you go. All right, uh, we'll say goodbye then, Jim. Bye. Pete. Bye. Luke. Uh, goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Go Happy fuck yourself. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> hey. The new year. The return. There's absolutely no year. Christmas and gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away. Easier to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.